0: everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron S. Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 385. We are that podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, game stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess.
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Ichigo
3: Gami.
1: And don't mind utter chaos and all that craziness in the background. We're kind of recovering from post-Turkey shenanigans and so forth, you know? And also, my neighbor
3: doesn't know how to turn off his fucking car alarm.
1: What car alarm?
3: Oh, okay. I I didn't know if you guys could hear it, but it's literally been going on and off all day slash last night. So, good thing you guys can't hear it. Yay! We
1: barely hear that. Y'all can sometimes hear the barking dog outside. But y'all always—that's not even
2: the worst thing we've heard overheard on this show. So, you know, uh,
1: what is it's not the that wor- big a deal? What is the worst thing? or the craziest thing?
2: Uh, honestly, I don't know.
3: Because I, I guess like a horror movie—if one of us is being murdered while the podcast is going no,
1: on—because I make sure to I, I make sure to shut off all the porn vids before I start before I start the show. So,
4: well,
2: or, or at the very <laughs> least, make sure to mute your microphone when you. Switch to them in slow parts. <laughs> uh, no,
1: I make sure to shut them off because I have like the multimedia buttons on my on my uh, on my keyboard, and sometimes you know when I install all my media players, by default the multimedia buttons go to Winamp. But, but there are those times where it's like, oh, that's for that. Whoops, you know. So I close out, and make sure no chaos, nothing happens, and I'm not sitting there figuring out how the hell do I edit this shit out. <laughs>
2: Yeah, try explaining to how, like, I'm sitting here reading an article. Next thing you know, I, I get cut off by porn blasting on your end or someone else's end.
1: I think I'd, I think if it was going to be anyone, it would probably be me.
0: Huh.
1: And, and in that case, I'm so sorry. So, so sorry. <laughs> Anywho, we are live tonight, week of November 27th, 2018. Normally, wouldn't this be, you know, Thanksgiving week?
2: Well, it depends on when Thanksgiving falls on the uh, the calendar.
1: I know. I know. I mean, I can't remember the last time there were like five weeks of November per se. You know, it's like we were all discussing it last week. You know, if you look at the calendar, Thanksgiving is always the fourth Thursday of November. And if you look at the calendar... Basically. Yeah, this is
2: mathematically the yeah. earliest of the month that Thanksgiving could fall—the twenty-second. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, it by has been
2: of, later yeah, the last of, few uh, years.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, by virtue of thanks of Thursday of the first being a Thursday as well. So
1: yeah, that, yeah, I totally get that, but it just kind of, in a way, it kind of threw everything off. And it looks like if we're looking at the calendar properly for next year, it's like. Thanksgiving's going to be the 30th, you know? go right into Christmas. There
3: you go. That is such a flip. Man, that's going to be a crazy December, though, because if it's the 30th, then you have Black Friday. Then you have uh, Shop Small Saturday, which is, hi, come visit me and buy my shit. Um, (laughs) Then you have, I don't know what sales they do on Sunday. I guess it's just Small Business Weekend, so it's Small Business Saturday and Sunday. And then Monday is Cyber Monday. And then Tuesday is... File the rest of your shit before sales stop.
1: Yeah, but um, now it's starting to turn into like cyber week. It's like all the best deals happen on Monday. Then like the second best deals are the rest of the week. You know, if I had the money, I probably would have picked up an air fryer and a new TV. But I have to find someone to take my old TV off my hands. I'm like, you can have it for a hundred bucks. Just get it out of here. How big is it? It's 32 inch.
2: That's how big mine is now.
1: I mean, I, 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 cause where my TV is, I could put, if I measure it correctly, I could probably put a 40 inch, hell. My sound bar has like, is like off my, de- off the, my uh, dresser by like two inch, like an inch and a half of each side. So, and the bulk of the, of the TV is like, is the outer bezel. So I could definitely get something bigger, you know. But the thing is, is like I keep telling Mako Chan and everybody else, I don't watch enough TV to justify, a new television. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good. But I just wouldn't, I it's just that I think it's time to, well, I'll figure out somebody who wants to take it off my hands. But anywho, we'll talk more about that stuff later. Um, we're here uh, live tonight on the Vogue Network. We're here live Tuesdays at nine thirty p.m. Eastern with replays at Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. You can also head on over to webchat.gamesurge.net if you have any issues, and you can log in that way. Uh, chat room is VOGVOG. V-O-G. If you have a chat client such as XChat Chatzilla, you can go to irc.gamesurge.net. Just put it and you just go to VOGVOG, V-O-G, and that will bring you right in. If you head over to animejamsession.com/vognetwork, there's an IRC link there. If you click on that, if you have Chatzilla, it'll bring you directly into the chat room, so you can come hang out with us and we're also on Discord you can find us at vognetwork.com Discord and we'll there come hang out we're having a good time um Vognetwork shows you'll find a channel for, each, for some of the shows such as uh us here Anime Jam Session uh Shaking and Crying Orange Lounge Radio and the Bobby Black Wolf Show so yeah we're all good we're all happy more or less if not happy we're just civil for for the time being so anywho we're going to go ahead and go into, how was your week? How was your day? Ari. <clears throat> Careful. Well,
2: well, today was payday, and I immediately set my paycheck on fire to pay the rent. Mm. And unfortunately, my big union windfall didn't come. And from what I heard from my coworkers and you know union reps, it won't be in my hands. and Well, it won't be in, in my bank account until my next paycheck which is two weeks from now
1: that's not so bad
2: granted i don't think i'll have that much you know holiday shopping to do
1: Hmm.
2: oh hang on a second <coughs> <coughs> oh. but uh hang on okay um is that better
1: we good we good
2: um but, yeah, I, I kind of have an idea what I want to use it on, and I'm side-eyeing my auto-finance, you know, numbers. I'm like, oh, you're going to get it. <laughs> Coming for you. <clears throat> um, I wanted to come to, uh, you know, Mako's for the Thanksgiving potluck, but I, uh, I end up not being able to make it.
1: It happens. Uh, I'll get well, into that in just a bit, you know.
2: Well, not, not just because I didn't end up feeling well enough to travel out there, but because the one thing I wanted to make, I fucked up. Even though I followed the recipe right, and it just didn't turn out the way I wanted it mm-hmm. to. So I'm like, "Oh god, damn it!" It just completely, you know, killed my morale. Killing my morale. Why? I ended up having Thanksgiving dinner with my mom on Thursday. Hmm the original idea was there's a cracker barrel near where I work and we would just, okay, we'll just go there and eat instead of a, having a cook all that shit for just the two of us.
1: <laughs> At least you survived. Well, I didn't
2: in, in, initially because we got there and the wait time for the cracker barrel was in excess of an hour and a half. Hmm. And you know the uh, store section in front of the, uh, in the front, yep. before the dining room? Shoulder to shoulder, nowhere to sit down except outside on those rocking chairs. Hmm. So I'm going back to my mom's house and she ended up cooking, cooking, you know, something real quick for us. But uh, it was just super uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? Fuck Thanksgiving turkey. Let's have a Thanksgiving pot roast or some shit like that, you know?
3: Agreed. Or ham. I, I like I'm, ham.
1: I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of done with ham because I grew up with ham a lot. Poor pun. But um, I, I I'm just kind of done with it, you know? Because my mother always did ham. I'm just like, and for a while, maybe I mean, got maybe to... if I ever
2: host a, you know, ever get a nice enough place and have enough people to host, you know, y'all, I'll. Cook like lasagna or some shit like that. Mm. It's something to think about. But yeah, I hate this holiday and I hate turkey, so I'm just—it's—it's it's pretty much you know, just—you know, keeping my head down in the trenches for these last six weeks or so to uh, the end of the year. Gotcha. Plus side though, I picked out my vacations for next year. So I've got that first week off for MagFest.
1: That's good.
2: So that's how things have been going for me.
1: Good. Awesome. Itchigo, How was your week? How was your day?
3: Well, uh, it's been a clusterfuck. Um, yeah, no, it's been kind of crazy. Like, in a good way, though. Because, uh, yeah, it's been a lot. <laughs> So, if those of you have been following me on social media, I got a new sewing machine, because that's what I do. And I've been playing with a lot of embroidery and things like that, because I had a craft fair. Um, so, during the holiday, I uh, had my family down here. Um, but before that, I had a pre-Thanksgiving, which I've never done before. I've never uh, been to one before. And uh, that was fun. But I can definitely tell you that I was tired of turkey after I left that party. <laughs> I really wanted ham, but that's all right. We ended up having a uh, turkey, and that's fine. It was pretty tasty for our Thanksgiving. And then, um, yeah, I basically just was in a rush, push, push, push till I got to a the craft fair that I did this past weekend, where I sold tea, which actually went really well. So you might see more of that in the future. Um, Ichigo won't just be spilling tea here on the podcast. she will also be selling tea. ...at different craft fairs and conventions and stuff. So look forward to that in the future. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it's been pretty chill. Uh, I've just been getting ready for another show I have later this month. Or next month, rather, in December. And, uh, hoping that everything goes to plan.
2: I could do for some good tea right about now, honestly. Mm. What kind do you sell?
3: Oh, I have so many, Ari. I can definitely tell you later, because there's a lot of them... My favorite one, I guess, is I call it the devil's undies (laughs) because it made me laugh so hard. Okay, because people would come up to the table and I had a little like smelling plethora of like mason jars with tea bags in them so people can smell the tea before they get them. But it it just got me like the first three times when people picked up the jar of devil's undies and like asked their friend, hey, do you want to smell the devil's undies? (laughs) It just cracked me up. So, um, yeah, no, I have a ton of different ones.
2: Out of context,
3: I know it's just really funny. Um, but yeah, so that was a super amount of fun, and I had to get more tea because I basically sold out of a lot of what I had. So I'm guessing that's a positive. Um, I'm super excited to see what happens at this next craft fair and if I'll continue doing this because it is nice to have something that is pretty consistent that sells while you also want to do the really creative, crazy stuff, which is what I do. So yay. Oh, also paid off my college loans which I have been under since 2011 and uh yeah, got a new machine. So yay, small adulting wins.
1: I will say to you, congratulations and you suck. I know, I know. right?
3: Um, yeah, no, I just,
1: I, y'all, you're like the third person on my Facebook who has announced they paid off their student loans. I'm just like, I just kind of want to say,
3: okay, here's mine. Start paying mine off, bitch. (laughs) I know. Well, like, I want to go back and get my master's because the problem is you actually got a degree that can actually make you money, Adam. I mean, Brahma, you, you got a degree in tech. I do not have a degree in tech. I have a degree in fashion design, which where I am in D.C., they're very conservative and they don't want anything except a suit and tie, Um, then, of course, you know, it's it's kind of screws me. So unless I want to get my master's degree, which is probably going to be another mm, 20 or $40,000, I can't really do anything that is consistent and tenured or a career path. I basically do what I do every day, which is what I'm doing now, which is sewing And fixing things and teaching which i wish i had a more consistent teaching job because i really like doing that but unfortunately you can't really do that in a higher educational setting unless you have a master's Mm. like then that's like the bare minimum you have to have
1: fair enough i get you yeah all right so my weekend day has been interesting well first off I Headed out to Mako's on Wednesday night because there was nothing here for me left to do and I Failed in trying to get a PlayStation, a, a uh, Spider-Man PlayStation 4 bundle great story. I'm going to tell quickly as possible. So I went out there We went over to her parents place With with the family had dinner and stuff like that. So and we just had to go up uh, Shopping now in the event. I was not going to be able to grab a PlayStation 4 from Target I applied for a Best Buy card and I guess my credit was good. So I grabbed that. So I'm like, we'll go. So we've had pretty
2: o- good piece so far.
1: Yeah. So we went over, I to- have one of those, so. we, we went over to target. They had none. Evidently target thought it was a great idea to put them all out for before. When the sale started on Sunday, cause Sony told them to do so. But what also happened is that they didn't keep any for black Friday sales. And I wanted to grab one of the employees and throw them across the store. So, we head over to Best Buy, and they had none. I spoke to a manager, and I asked him if he could find a store that had it. He told me there was a store that had it, and he couldn't call to find out. I'm like, that's that's it. That's all I need to know. So, we head over there, and I go in. I ask the person, do you have any more of the Spider-Man for PlayStation 4 bundles? And he's like, we don't have any more, you know? I'm like, look, uh, I was... I've been refreshing the inventory from the app. I mean, could you please double check? You know, And I get it. I've worked retail. When you tell somebody if they could check the inventory, nine times out of ten, they don't want to do it because they know the inventory. But if you ask them nicely, they'll do it. And I'm not talking they'll do they'll quote unquote do it, but they'll actually do a check. If you're nice to the people that, that get, brings you your shit, you know, they'll be nice back. So we went over to the Magnolia section where they they were holding stuff, and he spoke to another associate. She stepped aside. There were six bundles there. She she handed me one. I put it down. I gave her a hug. I'm like, thank you. You have no idea how far we traveled to grab one of these. So I got my bundle, a bunch of games, and since Mako-chan helped me do this, at first I was going to say, well, I'll give her like $15 for gas and tolls. But I know she was really big on getting the Spyro game. So I said, um, what did I say? Oh yeah, I was talking about, about the Spyro game. See if she could find a copy of it. And she did, and I was just like, okay, just give me half for it. You know, just take 15 bucks off. But also, she wanted to get a Switch. So the bundle that she wanted to get was from at GameStop, but she, she was kind of short a little bit, so we were like, okay, fine. So we go to the checkout counter. And I I have my stuff and I have the game and I look over I'm like you know what I'm gonna get her the Switch so we got the Mario Kart Switch bundle an extra controller and we paid for it and bounced and now she's going to reimburse me for her Switch and and controller next week or something like that so you know and I'm perfectly okay with that so we hung I hung out there for the rest of the till Sunday, we went out and saw uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, it was really great, and I think if Disney knows the trend, you could definitely get a Wreck-It Ralph 3 out of this, so it was really good Uh, and then I came home, I set up the PS4 played a little Kingdom Hearts, and the graphics on the PS4 version were just really amazing, I liked it, and um played a little bit of Tetris I'm probably gonna pick up another game tomorrow as I go out, um Evidently, there's a good deal of Horizon Zero Dawn, the complete edition for $20. bucks. So i am going to grab that. And then, um, finish the rest of my Christmas shopping, which all I got to do is on Friday is just hit the buy button in, on, on Amazon, and that's it. I am, I'm sold, you know? And I can't complain about that. Um, let's see, what else is there? That basically is it. Yeah, I, I think we're done with our weekend day. Um, Mako-chan is not on tonight because she's not feeling too well. That's why Ichigo is here. Figured y'all should want it, figured to let y'all know, uh, just in case, you know. Uh-huh. So, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, um, we're going to talk about the news. We got some cool stuff to discuss. It'll be fun. Uh, let me see. Let me grab by settings here so we are good all right um oh yeah one more thing i did go out to see the pokemon uh movies i'll discuss it when we get back so we're taking our first break and um we'll be back now we're back um one reason i played the pokemon theme um was because monday i got an an amazing opportunity to hang out and watch pokemon the power of us with almost the entire english dub cast and includes not just the voice actors and actresses but some of the great people that produced and supervised the dub production of it so i find that you know very amazing fun and sorry i found that amazing fun and quite thankful so yeah definitely uh let's see um let's go into um let's go into our news topics all right okay all right it you go tell us what's up with fruits basket or is are they still calling it furuba 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 okay
3: I, um, I don't know it. if they're still calling it Furuba, but that's what we, giant weebs called it in the 90s. and <laughs> um, <laughs> the early 2000s. Um, for those of you who are Fruits Basket fans, Funimation has revealed the cast, staff, and the streaming arrangements for the new 2019 series, which will be a TV anime. Uh, Funimation announced on Monday that it will stream the new television adaptation for Natsuki Takaya's Fruits Basket Manga. Um, It's going to air in Japan. On TV Tokyo in 2019. And it will be streamed. On Funimation Now. Which is Funimation's animation program. Which we talked about two weeks ago. Maybe last week. um, Where the discontinuance. Of Netflix and Funimation. As a brand together. And so Funimation Now is in apparently full play. And they confirmed. That they have license. uh, To the home video rights as well. They confirmed that basically, like Sailor Moon, the new anime will cover the entire manga's story. So it's going to be much more related to the manga than the first anime was. Um, The graphics are pretty nice. Uh, The new anime is going to have entirely new cast and staff, though, as opposed to other redone redone pieces where they might bring back one cast member or or voice actor. But the new cast is going to include Manaka Iwami, who... Uh, was Makia's titular character and Tada Never Falls in Love, Teresa Wagner, as Toru. Nobunaga Shimazaki is uh, going to be Yuki Soma. Yuma Uchida, Macross Deltas Hayate Imelman, and Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans Ein Dalton is going to be Kyo. Uh, Yuichi Nakamura uh, from Fairy Fairytale as Gray Fullbuster is going to be Shigure Soma. Uh, Yoshihide Ibara from Purikuri Progressive, is directing the anime at TMS Entertainment. Taku Kishimoto, from Silver Spoon, Haikyuu, 91 Days in Hanebad, is in charge of the series composition. Masaru Shindo, Macross Delta, or my teen romantic comedy snafu, is drawing the character designs. And Takaya herself is serving as executive supervisor. Funimation also released a full comment from Takaya. In the comment, Takaya discussed her feelings about the new anime, but also revealed her request for the new work. Below is a snippet from her comment, and um, that's her comment. So, I never once felt negatively about the project or thought that I didn't want to do it, but still my first thought was, what? LOL. LOL. So I made several requests right off the bat. One of those was to do it with a completely new team, every single person. I told the producers if they want to open curtain again, then please make it all new. Please rebuild the Futuba world from scratch with new everything. So apparently it is still being called Futuba. This is her this is her comments. Um another request was not to make the art look too much like my art. So the original art is going to be revamped a little bit. And this was partly because furuba art is old now and also largely because she was in poor health back then um other than that it was a mix of things and um basically she gave them the blessing to do as they liked uh the production staff promptly accepted her request and worked to meet them and she was truly grateful and i guess she still is uh, they also readily gave her permission to visit the recording session sometimes, which means that she's not gonna have a huge hand in that, but she'll be able to kind of see what's going on and, um, I guess kind of maybe give comments or something like that. But she says, uh, it's a pure delight. Um, Takaya serialized the original Fruits Basket manga in Haku Sencha's Hana to Yume magazine from 1998 to 2006. Tokyo Pop released the manga in English from 2004 to 2009, and Yen Press re-released the manga in 12 updated Omnibus volumes beginning in June 2016. Yen Press had a description of the story in the article, but for those of you who know Furuba, it is kind of a reverse harem situation, which is based after a family tragedy that turned the protagonist's life upside down. Plucky high schooler Toru Honda takes matters into her own hands and moves out into a tent. Unfortunately for her, she pitches her new home on private land belonging to the mysterious Soma clan and it isn't long before the owners discover her secret. But as Toru quickly finds out when the family offers to take her in, the Somas have a secret their own. Um, So the original manga inspired a television anime adaptation in 2001 and there was a sequel manga that was uh, launched called uh, Fruits Basket Another on the free... Hanalala Online website in 2015, but it moved to Hakusensha's Manga Park website and app in August 2017 along with the other Hanalala online manga. Takaya plans to end the manga in its next chapter but also plans to draw one-shots for the manga afterward, and the third volume will be the final volume. The manga will take place after Toru has graduated high school and it features a girl named Sawa who has just entered high school. So it looks like She's going to kind of wrap up the series while also um, having new stuff going on. But if you uh, yourself are impatient to see the mo- uh, anime, since it will follow the manga, the manga's been out for years. So you can definitely read ahead and enjoy the anime for what it is, a new and fresh look at the series. So I'm excited.
1: So do you think they'll also add like the second uh, spin-off series and? uh
3: it, I feel like a lot of it will depend on how well this first series does, since it is a new revamp of a previous <laughs> series that did kind of well, mm-hmm. um, if I recall. Um, I think it'll do well. It'll just be a matter of how the ratings are and what people really uh want from the series. So we'll see.
2: I'm sure that, you know, if the ratings are even like like barely over the line is in high enough, you know, that that, that threshold, I guess you wanna call it. They'll uh... Like, they'll, you know, get on the next stuff.
1: Basically. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah. Now, my take is, is that if you notice lately, uh, v- revamps or remakes or reboots, however you want to call it, are coming back. And what's different is that you now have the opportunity of seeing how it was in the manga in its entirety like with Sailor Moon for example or Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. And yes, it's kind of predictable, but it'll be slightly off just a little bit. And it's it's popular, and I and I and I'm all for that. I remember when they tried that with All oh My Goddess, which it got past two seasons and that was it. I was actually looking forward to seeing like a lot of the manga come out, but it didn't, but I, I'm hoping that with this revamp, it it's just the animation is real, style is great and it's fluid. The music is lively, and it just kind of keeps everyone on their feet. That's what that's what I'm kind of looking for. That's what I'm hoping for. All right. Uh, now that we've talked about Faruba, uh, Ari, what's going on with? With one, I guess with the number two popular Pokemon, Eevee. <coughs> well, the
2: Command Adversary Society formally recognized November 21st as Eevee Day. Uh, Pokemon Center launched a merchandise line called Project Eevee dedicated to the evolution Pokemon Eevee. Celebrate the anniversary of the day when many people came to know about the appeal and possibilities of Eevee. Project Eevee is officially dubbed November 21st. Eevee Day. Uh, recognized by the Japanese Anniversary Society, an <clears throat> organization that holds updates of cultural importance. And Project's Eevee, Project Eevee's Twitter account posted a photo of this certificate, which I will copy and paste in the chat right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> Although February 5th is said to be Pikachu Day has not been yet recognized by the Japanese anniversary society and you know pikachu's the least ahead in that respect the day, on the 21st minute of every hour Project eevee posted public service announcements about eevee day in the form of cute little clips and pictures of eevee from let's go eevee project eevee is also celebrating the occasion with a week-long giveaway campaign for twitter users in japan users will follow project eevee on twitter and tweet with the hashtag eevee day from november 21st 30th will enter a drawing with 100 winners E-Prize, which will go to 70 winners, is an Eevee King file. The V-Prize, which will go to 21 winners, is a set of three Eevee Trainer outfits. And the Let's Go Prize is a copy of Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, which will come with a Pokeball Plus pack in the clear file signed by Aoi Yuki, the voice actor of Eevee of in the Japanese dub. <clears throat> Website cool. for the campaign is keeping a tally of how many tweets have been made under the hashtag. It's been com- combined with over... 3,000 tweets within 12 hours of the campaign starting, and the Eevee Day hashtag has been trending on Twitter, and fans have been using it as an occasion to post fan art and photos of Eevee merch. Fans around the world have been participating in the hashtag too, and even Japan Professional Football League Twitter account shared pictures of Eevee. So yeah, that's totally adorable. And, and you know, Eevee just gained a lot, a lot of popularity because it can become like eight different Pokemon. So far,
3: well, I'm excited because next year when we go to Japan, I'm hoping to play a Kuji and I'm hoping eventually to get a plushie or something from that. So if I do see any Eevee stuff, I will definitely keep you guys in mind.
2: Cool, you get me something like, like, something Flareon related, let me know.
3: Okay, yeah, I'll get, I'll try and get pictures and stuff, but I know the hours are going to be all wackadoodle, so we'll see what happens.
2: That and then kind of like unique out, like, Eevee, like, Flareon plushie, like, like cute little outfits on it you know what i mean
3: yeah any of the ones that are dressed up i am so sad that we didn't go during fall because i loved all the halloween ones that were trick or treat and they were super adorable um because as you guys know i'm definitely a ghost uh colorless or they call them fairy now but back in my back in my pokemon day we (laughs) called them colorless they were adorable as fuck um, but yeah, so I'm ghost and colorless usually. I'm gonna call Cause you... I love the fairy and Jigglypuff, but I also love Gengar cause he's scary and awesome. I'm going to call gonna you
1: I Granny Smith the... from MLP for that.
3: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I know I had a, like a little Granny Smith
2: yes, going yes, on. Yes, you did. I mean, I least i have loved from all the Eeveelutions, but I have a tendency to, uh, favorite, you know, quote unquote bad or, you know, like jank, you know, things when it comes to stuff like this.
3: I, I honestly no, even, I like even. Slivion and I like Espeon because what's really funny is back in the day when I used to play Pokemon cards, my friends and I designed a bunch of like a bunch of Eevees based on psychic and fighting and earth and all this other bullshit. And then they oh, came you out and every
2: other fan. I know, I
3: know. <laughs> and we were just so upset. Cause I think we called the psychic one, I think we called it Eeveon. And so when they came out with like Espeon, I was like, shit. So close.
2: <laughs> yeah, but. Even. Yeah, like. Po- stuff like that, especially like Pokemon are like magic. You- you've seen my. My tattoo. I don't know if, or if you have or not. Planeswalker, uh. Yeah, Red, yeah, right? I
3: think I did the. Uh, when we had Thanksgiving last time.
2: Yeah. Red and white, it was. <coughs> when they were de- developing, like, the 10 guilds of Ravnica originally, like, early 2000, they said that the red-white combination was the, uh. Most difficult one to do because nobody liked it. Nobody played it. Players would rather play a single color deck. I'm like, is that so? And then, you know, we saw the we saw the first Ravnica set, and I'm like, okay, red and white's my new favorite combination.
3: I'm just a big loser because I like the seraphim decks. I like the angel decks.
2: Oh, they're they they're in all different colors and uh deck archetypes.
3: Oh yeah, no, and then I also like the undead, so it's kind of weird because mine is a weird juxtaposition of like death and life. Yay!
2: You'd be a perfect Orzov. That's the white and black guild.
3: Yeah, I, I like those are those tend to be the colors I like to play, and it was really fun because I'd beat people with their own decks.
2: <laughs> and again, the Orzov Syndicate is the uh, magic equivalent of, orga- of organized crime, but that's neither here nor there.
3: You know, chaotic neutral. We do what we like.
1: <laughs>
2: All right, I'm sorry for derailing this. No, nah, uh, you,
1: you good, you good, you good, you good. Still nerdy stuff. <laughs> uh, oh, what do we do here? I mean, come on.
2: Oh, I uh, I guess I'm talking about this uh, Tamagotchi, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's just in time for Eevee Day. Let's see how it ties into our last article. Tamagotchi's new Eevee version is ready to take your Christmas money. Get ready to raise your pocket size Eevee in any one of its eight evolutions with the virtual pet. When the virtual pet is released on January twenty-six, two thousand nineteen. If it isn't enticing enough, it looks like Tamagotchi has put their own creative monster design power into the product. The official website teases three additional forms alongside the eight evolution evolutions as it is now. Uh, the EV Tamagotchi is the first official Tamaga- Pokemon Tamagotchi ever. A similar product, although. Par- not part of the Tamagotchi brand star in Pikachu, was released in 1998. The height of both the Pokemon and Tamagotchi fr- phases, if I, uh, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Evie Tamagotchi comes in two h- different hard cases and d- designs, and each costs 2,300 yen. And there's no announcement of a North American release. Fuck. Uh, Tamagotchi launched in Japan in 1996, it was an international success of 40 million sold worldwide in less than three years. Since its debut two decades ago, holy shit, I feel old. There are over 82 million sold around the world. Well,
3: I'm really excited to. Let the speculation begin. Because this reminds me a little bit of the Pikachu one that was really popular back in the day because Noodle from the Gorillas owned it. Or, like, that's what she said her favorite pet was. And I always <laughs> wanted one of the Pikachus. And now I might be able to get an Eevee. They're excited
2: and now all we can do is just guess which <coughs> which the, which types the uh three new forms will be
3: trash maybe because they've had a lot of trash pokemon as a recent and i know with um tamagotchi they've got kind of like spooky slimy monsters and stuff sometimes when they transform um other ones might be like a mixture of a bird and Eevee. I don't know. They have a lot of birds in the game. And the only other thing I could think of is maybe a reptile?
2: The thing I was thinking of is, okay, let's go over the type lists. Okay, there's 10, There's 18 types. Well, And let's take out the, the normal and the eight types that, are <coughs> that, Eevee, that Eevee already evolves into. So that leaves the other nine.
3: That's true. I, unfortunately... That's the first thing I am a filthy casual, so I kind of stopped after the first 189. <laughs> and I just, like, once it got to 250, I was like, hmm, they never gonna stop. They gonna make that money, and uh, I-, I-, I can't stay for that. I have to leave.
2: <laughs> All right. I've seen people driven out of phantoms for worse reasons. <laughs> <clears throat> Those
1: reasons. Let's not even go there, let's not. But, uh, let's talk Lupon for a sec. Kinda wish mako was here, cause we all know Lupon is, is one of her fandoms. So, but we're gonna let you know that Lupon is back with a new anime special. And also something else new. He has a new jacket. Oh boy! It's a black jacket. Do Do you know how easy it is? People gonna be able to cosplay Lupin the Third (laughs) now. All right. So now he has the a black jacket, a red jacket, and a blue jacket. Okay.
2: (laughs) All he needs is a green and a white, and he'll wait. He has the green.
1: He has a that's right, a green one. Yeah. Okay.
2: All he's missing his flight and he'll have the, co- the entire colour wheel.
1: Mighty Morphin Lupin Rangers? That's what I was thinking too, Ranma. About,
2: <laughs> no the, I'll talk about you know, Lupin the Gathering, but there you go.
1: Even better. But itchigo, just so you know, there is a currently there is a there is a Super Sentai series called Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger. I, I'm not surprised by that at all. The theme is basically uh cops and thieves. So cops and robbers yeah basically yeah I started watching it earlier this year and it's really good I just need to get back and finish watching it but um yes winter 2019 Lupin the 3rd is back uh Kawago- Kawagoe, who worked on Lupin the 3rd Operation Rescue the Treasure uh Cyborg 009 vs Devilman at Innocent Venus is directing this at TMS Entertainment wow TMS is making a comeback I think they worked on some other stuff over the years. I just don't know off the top of my head. Um, Takahito Hata, who worked on The Aura, is penning the script, while Hirotaka Marafuji, who actually worked on Lupin III, The Last Job, as a key animator, and he was also the chief animation director for Cabinary of the Iron Fortress, which I also need to finish watching because that was so good. He is serving as the character designer and chief animation director. Yuji Ono is returning to compose the music as the franchise composer. Loop, Loop on the third part five anime series premiered on NTV's Annie programming block for starting on April 3rd and aired for 24 episodes through September. Crunchyroll streamed the series in Japanese with English subtitles as it aired in Japan. The new series moves the story setting to modern France. While wow, Lupin, well, Lupin still uses classic cars and traditional guns like the Walther P thirty eight, he also employs internet, mobile devices, and other digital gadgets to take on his foes. Okay, I have to definitely check that out now. The fact that they're adding more modern tech, modern stuff to it. All right, that's pretty.
2: cool. He's evolving with the times. Yes,
1: yes. All right. Okay. So, Ichigo, have you caught up with My Hero Academia yet?
3: Yeah, I'm actually up to date with everything that is available on um, a mixture of Crunchyroll and anywhere else I can get My Hero Academia fix. Um, As you know, Suyu and Ochako are best girl, but I definitely love me some Alien Slime Princess and many others. My Hero Academia manga is actually going to get a stage play next spring. So if you're into the live action movement that many animation series have been going to, this year's 52nd issue of the Sui Sha's Weekly Shonen Jump magazine announced on Monday that Kohei Horikoshi's My Hero Academia manga is inspiring a stage play titled, and you guessed it, My Hero Academia, The Ultra Stage. The play will open in Tokyo and Osaka in spring 2019, and Yotai Mutayoshi is directing. Viz Media is publishing the manga in English and describes the story. What would the world be like if 80% of the population manifested superpowers called quirks at age four? Heroes and villains would be battling out everywhere. Being a hero would mean learning to use your power. But where would you go to study? The Hero Academy, of course! But what would you do if you were one of the 20% who was born quirkless? Middle school student Izuku Midoriya wants to be a hero more than anything, but he hasn't got an ounce of power in him. With no chance of ever getting into the prestigious UA High School for budding heroes, his life is looking more and more like a dead end. When an encounter with All Might, the greatest hero of them all, gives him a chance to change his destiny. Horikoshi launched the superhero manga series in Suisha's weekly Shonen Jump in July 2014, and Suisha's published the manga's 20th compiled book volume on September 4th. Viz Media is publishing the manga in English digitally on its weekly Shonen Jump magazine and in print. The manga has also inspired My Hero Academia Vigilantes or Vigilantes and My Hero Academia Smash spin-off manga, both of which Viz Media is releasing in English. The manga has inspired three television anime series, and a fourth season is in the works, which I'm so anticipating. The third 25th episode series premiered on April 7th, and the My Hero Academia Two Heroes anime film opened in Japan on August 3rd. It has since earned more than 1.5 billion yen, or about 13.46 million US dollars, at the Japanese box office, legendary entertainment announced last month that it is producing a live action film for the franchise as well so not only are we going to see this theatrical rendition if you are lucky enough to i guess make it over to japan but we may see a live action film shortly yeah <laughs>
1: i can't wait for that
3: it sounds really exciting i'm, I'm excited to see what happens I just want season four to come out.
1: <laughs> I know you do. I, <coughs> a lot of people do. Uh, let's see what the hell is going on here. All right. Okay. And Ari, I guess you could wrap it up with this, because th- this is not, like no, no surprising to anyone, really.
2: What, you mean Hunter? Hunter going back on hiatus?
1: Yeah, I mean I was I it wouldn't surprise me if there was like a, a um, what do you call it? Drinking game? No, not a drinking game. Like like a what do you call it? Where you have like a, a, a pool at work for like you know what do you call it? A, a betting pool. That's it. That's it. That's what. It yeah,
2: just that, just the pool. Betting
1: pool. Yep. Wouldn't surprise me.
2: This year's 52nd issue of Shueisha's Weekly Shonen Jump revealed on Monday that Yoshihiro Togashi's Hunter Hunter manga is going back on hiatus in the next issue for an undetermined amount of time. Separate message. <coughs> Separate message. In the magazine, Togashi noted he has completed 10 weeks of storyboards, so he plans to continue work on manuscripts while also consulting about his physical condition and circumstances. The manga returned from its last hiatus. On September 22nd, it's going on, hi- on hiatus for going on hiatus on April 9th, and the manga previously went on hiatus in September 2017. Kowashi, and at the time, when he planned to resume the series before the end of the year. Then the manga resumed in the year's near- <throat> ninth issue of Weekly Shonen Jump on January 29th. Shueisha published a manga's 30, 36th compiled book on, on October 4th, and Viz Media released the 34th volume. In North America on March 6th, manga inspired two television anime series. The latest one ran from 2011 till 2014. The manga also inspired two anime films and several original video anime titles. The series is also inspiring a new smartphone game titled Hunter Hunter Greed Adventure, which will launch this winter. I'm guessing the greed is the, the the greed part is from where the microtransactions come in. I have not. I'm not very familiar with Hunter Hunters, so I can't you know say whether or not I like it or not.
1: Oh, I know that uh, at Depth is like a, um is a big fan of the manga and the anime, so.
2: I just know that a lot of people lose their shit over whether or not the uh, X in the middle of it is pronounced or not, or even if it is an X. It's a. Like...
1: No, no, the X is silent. It's Hunter Hunter.
2: Yeah, that's why. That's why I keep hearing.
1: Whereas, you know, like, Project X Exxon like is Project Cross Zone. That's actually how that's pronounced. But for Hunter oh, Hunter, know. it's Hunter Hunter. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, there has been, remember, there's been many times, um, ActF has come after us for, for mispronouncing it, so. For
3: mispronouncing what again?
1: Um, Hunter Hunter. I'm calling it Hunter
3: X Hunter. Oh, yeah, no, it's Hunter Hunter. Yep.
1: Wow, we actually finished early. I was kind of worried we'd ha- we'd be running, we'd be, still go- we'd be still talking news. I'm surprised. Well, you can't
3: forget my lord, Frieza. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase, Addition. Well, well, we're going to get later. we're going to get
1: to that. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I might have to I might have to play special Dragon Ball Z music for that one. Depends yeah, on
2: how that's I fair. feel. It's, it's too next- damn
1: funny. Well, if you hear th- this song, you know what time it is. Strange news for Japan. And it's always when Mako-chan leaves. She always leaves us with strange news. It's like questionable. Or it, Stranger,
3: yes, or, even
1: or it, or, or it causes Ari to have a crack bigger than the, the San Andreas fault.
3: I feel like it's her fun times to try and break us.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, she has, you have to admit, she has been successful in breaking all of us.
3: Yeah, yeah, there have been a few times that 404 anime jam session podcast not found.
1: Yeah, well. I forget. There was one that she has you cracked so hard. You just you just sat on it for a while. Yeah,
3: I had to repeat it a few times. Yes, I I, yeah no I I remember it. I don't remember which article it was though. I feel like it was way back when we were talking about like the guy who lived above the bathroom. No, that guy. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. No, it was something about about a guy showing himself off or something like that. It just it just made you it, I think it made you question
3: yourself. Like I'm just like, hmm, i mm, things things that make you go hmm. Yeah, I I think it was um I
1: think that was the article. I think the guy was like running around naked and I think he was doing a song and dance or something. I don't know. And the women were like, "Wait, what?" I I think it was your reaction that you sat on that for a couple. you I think you reread that at least twice.
3: I probably did because I do. like when I don't believe the article, I'm just kind of like ribbing. why? Why? But then, I mean, there's no logic in some human beings, so why even question it now?
2: And then you have my uh... my just slow breakdowns as Harry and the bite, By- oh God damn it, and the like.
1: And then there's me. I'm just like, fuck. So, Michael chose to know how to, how to crack one person right away. She knows how to slowly crack another person and put another person cracked in a straitjacket. Good. Very good. So, I'll take the first story.
3: Obviously, know. I'm taking the second story. Yes.
2: Well, I guess uh, process of elimination then, huh? Because
3: mm-hmm.
1: this first one... Is- <clears throat> A naked man found sitting inside a locker at a Japanese train station.
3: What? I've heard worse.
1: (laughs) I kind of. My first mind is Yakuza, but it can't be. It can't be. Or a bully, but it can't be.
2: I don't think Yakuza or bullies would take the time to strip a victim naked before stuffing him into a locker. That
3: would be. I feel like that's a drunk mistake. Or an American bully,
1: but, um.
2: Let's see where this goes
1: first. Yes, good idea, good idea. Let's start digging and follow the trail. And for the record, this wasn't a warm city either. For the record, uh, Japan is very dependent on mass transit, especially trains. You'll always find large banks of lockers at every major station. I mean, for a while growing up here, there were some train stations where they had lockers, and then they're gone. Now, some lockers are only large at the store, like... Average-sized shopping parcels, some are much larger, allowing people to keep full-size suitcases secure during a day of sightseeing around the area, which is really cool. With so many storage options, an employee at the Sendai Station and the Miyagi Prefecture must have thought it was strange when, on the morning of November 19th, he discovered several articles of clothing, not in the lockers themselves, but spread out on the ground in front of the bank of compartments near the station's taxi stand. And then what was surprising, as he discovered next, was the owner of those clothes, completely naked, sitting inside one of these lockers. Well, now, the man was sitting on his haunches, facing inwards towards the back of the locker with his uncovered backside outwardly oriented. A station worker quickly contacted police who dispatched an officer to take the man into custody. The reason why the naked man, who is assumed to be in his late 40s, or early 50s, had stuffed himself into the locker. And it becomes all the more puzzling when you take into account exactly where Sendai is located. Sendai is in the northern region of Japan. It's Miyagi's prefectural capital. It sits sits in the chilly northeastern Tohoku region. Well, they haven't said what the temperature was when the man was found at 9:30 in the morning. Over the overnight lows in that area is a mere 6 degrees Celsius, which translates to 42.8 degrees Fahrenheit. In other words, if you live in the, on the East Coast, anywhere between I'll say DC, Virginia going up to Connecticut, That's basically what the temperature was.
3: So, brisk. We're going
1: brisk. For some, it's brisk. For others, it's... Fuck, it's cold.
2: Well, I imagine it would be the latter because the guy didn't have anything to bundle himself up with.
1: True. Not surprisingly, though, the man was suffering from hypothermia when he was removed from the locker and was immediately taken to a nearby hospital for treatment and hopefully a lesson on importance of staying out of the lockers was also while also staying clothed was learned as well. Good Lord people.
2: The fact that it didn't say whether or not he was unemployed it's I'm surprised.
1: Um I don't think there will be a Follow up, but if there is, it would not surprise me if um if the man was unemployed.
3: I wouldn't be surprised um because unfortunately nowadays it's getting to be the point where a lot of the workforce is getting older, or it could even be that maybe he was unemployed and he was trying to sleep in the locker, but that doesn't still equate for why there were no clothes on.
2: Besides, after he locks himself in, how does he get out?
1: My thing is I didn't think he he was facing the back. He I guess he was dexterous enough to close the door. Well now.
3: That's a lot that's a lot to unpack there. Why don't we just shove it back in the locker?
2: hmm <laughs> I see what you did there.
1: <laughs> Not funny. if
3: you're turned around facing the back of the locker, Ari. No, I'm kidding. Um no. Oh, um,
1: (laughs) look at it this way if he was facing the front of the locker, no one would have anything to worry about something smacking him right in the face.
3: At least that's not as intense as this Japanese girl who says she won't get married because she loves Frieza too much, but her mom had an epic troll. Just like with Idle Fervor, a person's love for a particular animated character can make them do some pretty wild and crazy things. Like spend tens of thousands of dollars on merchandise to wear as enormous bulky costumes at conventions. Shots fired. But for one Japanese girl, Twitter user Fo, that meant singular devotion. She loves the Dragon Ball villain frenemy frieza so much that at the tender age of 19 she decided that she couldn't love anyone else and would never get married in the future i mean who wouldn't find this guy insanely attractive <laughs> not me um she wrote on twitter that when she told her mom this her mom had a fantastic response that she remembers clearly today Ooh. I devoted my first love to Lord Frieza, and I loved him so much that when I was 19, I told my mom, I love Lord Frieza so much, I just don't think I could ever love a human, so I won't get married. I'm sorry. My mom replied, completely serious. Do you think Lord Frieza, who has the power to destroy entire planets, would ever have feelings for a mere human girl like you? Clearly, Fao's mom was not having it. She posed a good argument. Why indeed would Lord Frieza care about a human girl? He's just too busy trying to eradicate the Saiyans and maintain his position as emperor to the universe. Japanese netizens continued the argument, however, and the discussion proved that, despite her mother's clapback, Fao's love for Lord Frieza still hasn't died. Netizens are known to say (laughs) Frieza is emperor of the universe, so he could probably have lots of wives, not just one, and it's possible that you could become one of them. Foul. Lord Frieza is not that insincere. Please be more considerate with your words. Netizen, the celebrity Frieza is pretty cool too. Excuse me, that man is a false interpretation. Um, Which the celebrity Frieza is uh, kind of mentioning a celebrity Frieza, which is a character that is played by a comedian in Japan and is not the actual Frieza, but it's like a live action mm-hmm. comical play on the character by Masa- Masatake Yamamoto. So if you guys want to look him up, it's Masatake Yamamoto. On the other hand, many more were impressed with Thao's mother' fantastic clapback response, saying things like, your mother calmly arguing back is amazing, lol. Your mom is so funny. Your mom's response is awesome. I laughed so hard at your mother's reply, and your mom is the best. Thao hasn't said where she's whether she's given up the dreams of marrying Lord Frieza Or whether she is accepted Or is willing to accept a human husband instead But it's clear that her love Of the Emperor of the Universe 7 Knows no bounds If she's still serious about marrying Lord Frieza However, she could do what one man did With his beloved virtual idol Hatsune Miku Spend thousands of dollars on an actual wedding ceremony To fake marry him
1: Well, I will say this She could have Counted that clap back with the Boma defense, I don't know how effective it would have been, but she would have at least had a fighting chance.
2: At least the at least the Saiyan is humanoid.
1: Yes, but he's still an alien, and it's like, well, Vegeta hadn't gave no fucks about what he had to do until Boma trapped his ass. <laughs>
3: I don't think it's so much as trapped, so much as, like, told him to kind of STF you, and he hadn't ever had that experience before, so he was like, so someone stronger than me, and more intimidating than me. Hmm.
2: You've seen Dragon Ball Z, Abridged, right? Their take on that?
3: Oh, no, I've never seen that one.
2: I'll give you a hint. It happens in episode 34.
3: Okay, I guess I'm gonna have to watch that now. <laughs>
2: Well, (laughs) the the number of the episode is very appropriate
1: I might have to go look into it for my own self but Ichigo we we all want to know who is your Dragon Ball bag
3: I I never really had one I thought they were all kind of fun and uh, they were just like I don't know growing up again like I was never the super into fandom thing I mean I'm not like hipster fucking weeb or whatever but it was just more so that, like, I liked the whole things as a whole, and because it was so different, and I never really got attracted to a lot of characters. Um, I mean, it was nice to see an animation where, like, women were empowered, I guess, so, like, girls were kind of badass, because Chi-Chi and Bulma and, and all of them were pretty badass. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I don't know. I don't I don't really have a main, like, favorite character. All
1: right. back over
2: to normal music Yeah, normal this show. <laughs>
1: normal derailing, same difference. All right, Ari.
2: Okay. <clears throat> what did you stick me with? Mansu's Tokyo wine tasting event for not allowing him to drink while operating a wheelchair. I did not know I had a spirit animal in Japan somewhere. <laughs> Wow. Last August, last August, a man in his 50s attended the regularly held France exhibition, which includes a wine tasting event at the same department store in Tokyo's Ikabuku Road neighborhood. When he arrived, he was using a manual wheelchair and paid 2,000 yen for two glasses of wine. Okay, that's a fairly standard price for wine, I guess. At, well, if you're like at a you know, normal casual dining place. <coughs> However, as he was drinking his second glass, a staff member handed him a paper and explained that it was for visitors with wheelchairs and electric wheelchairs. The paper requested that he stop drinking because of his mobility device, but since the man wasn't drunk, he refused to comply. However, since the event was controlling the flow of wine, there wasn't much the man could do about it, so he eventually went home and filed a lawsuit in the Tokyo District Court to the tune of 1.7 million yen for unfair discrimination. That's about 15 grand. Seibu was not backing down either, claiming their decision was based on concern over the safety of staff and other guests. In their argument, they said that an incident that occurred when the event was first held two years ago, Sabu said that a guest who was in a wheelchair drank too much and began running into people's legs and feet, so they decided to prohibit it. And opinions on the matter seem to fall all over the place. It's essentially a car, even if they can stand, they're capable of the same problems. Not sure who I agree with, but... Sabu is overreacting. It's like riding a bicycle and you can't do that drunk. All the people of the United are afraid of the safety of a disabled person. Even if Sabu is right, growing up against differently abled people is not a good business move. I can see the possibility of discrimination, but 1.7 mil, that's, I believe, the guy less. <sighs> they had gotten injured and bagged up a lot of other customers. Sabu would have been on the line for a lot more money. Wheelchairs are dangerous pieces of equipment, so unfortunately they have to be operated with care. And Sabu shouldn't have taken his money in the first place. Yeah,
3: I would have gone with the latter of, like, they sh- if they're going to have issues with people operating wheelchairs, they should just not take the money. But there is the double-ended sort of that, is that they'd still be discriminating. Mm-hmm. So they'd have to have some sort of way of accommodating that, either having people that will push the chairs, like, push a regular wheelchair for them to control it more, or... Um, That's
2: what I was thinking, yeah. M- maybe have some staffers push people around the wheelchairs and want to drink.
3: Yeah, because uh, that would be, I think, the only way to really, like, remedy it and balance it. But, I mean, they and they and had...
2: You know you're they, just going to find some, like, you know, crusty ZFG grandpa who's just going to fucking drink wine and, like, start doing wheelies all over the fucking place.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, they apparently had the experience with that the year before, so they were trying to remedy it this year. Um that's really unfortunate, though, because that's, again, it's one of those instances where, like, a bad apple ruins the bunch. So, that really sucks.
2: Picture a uh, guy in a wheelchair, you know, completely slosh, you know, driving with one wheel up, you know, bouncing on the other wheel. And he's singing a Japanese version of Move, Bitch, Get Out The Way. <laughs>
1: Oh, don't mind me. I'm just seeing something that popped up on my feed about since we finished talking about Hunter Hunter uh, a, something popped up from one of his tankubans. Uh, the creator did a little sketch about how he married Naoko Takeuchi. So. Yeah, I saw that too. It's cute. Uh, my, my thing is, okay how is this going on constant hiatus when your wife is also a mangaka? She should be on your ass telling you to get your shit together.
3: Well, being a mangaka is very labor-intensive, so I'm sure she doesn't have the time to manage his life as well as her own.
1: Yeah, because she's too busy collecting that Sailor Moon uh, royalty, dough. Just just saying.
3: Well, that, and also, I guess, she is still working on the series, so...
1: Not the manga! That's, That's all done.
3: Well, I know, with the manga, but, like, overseeing the series and everything for the anime...
1: All right. Now that we got that out the way, and we'll end at a reasonable time tonight, which is probably annoying mako Chan cuz usually we with her, we start we end at a reasonable that every week we end up going over. So, let's go ahead and wrap up. So, uh yeah. We'll be back.
4: Fresh I- Friendship Long.
1: back to wrap things up for another awesome uh, podcast uh just let y'all know um see i'm looking at the calendar right now we have a few more episodes coming down the pipe before we take our break i th- believe um we have three episodes left before we take our winter break then the, the crew is heading out the Magfest, and i believe we'll be back on january 8th or the 15th i haven't decided yet It'll probably be the 15th because three weeks off is really awesome they'll still give us time to do our switch over to twitch tv so thank you for that and thank you for the patience for it if you like the show tell a friend they in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth we're independent bloggers we're independent podcasters so we do this for the fun of it so what we tell you what we like and don't like uh, we're actually being on point with that so if you want to tell us what you think let us know at podcast at Again, that is podcast at We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post our cosplay tips and tutorials, cosplayer interviews, anime reviews, cosplay reviews, editorials, links to our um, cosplay uh, pro, uh, convention photography, our YouTube videos. And our weekly podcast. So definitely check that out at AnimeJamSession.com. If you're on a mobile device, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and Player FM. And some of these sites, if you log in, you have an account, you can leave a review. If you can, drop us a review. We'd like to hear from you. Thank you so much for that. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Uh, YouTube.com, Twitter.com, Facebook.com, all our Anime Jam Session. So thanks to everybody who follows us on social media. We appreciate it, and we could not do the show without y'all. don't forget, we're here twice a week, uh, live on Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. on our pre-show, and our pre Thursdays at 2 p.m. All here on vognetwork.com. We're going to go around the room. Last words. Itchigo. you
3: go. I'm going to go play with my new embroidery software. Muahahaha.
1: Are you petting your embroidery machine?
3: Maybe. Oh,
1: God. Last words, Ari.
2: I don't like, like, I shouldn't be talking about, you know, food stuff because it'll make me look like a fat bastard. But, uh, the the planter's cheese balls are coming back and I want to find them, but I can't.
3: Mm. Um, they do carry them at Walmart.
2: I know, but mine is sold out of them and I have. Have to set up a fucking email alert for it.
3: Target might have them? I should have checked while I was there at Target today.
1: Hmm. Um, My last words is I'm probably going to catch up with a little bit more TV and anime, play some games. I, ha- I have to upload one of the videos from AAC. I got a lot of work ahead of me, so that is it. End of list. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. We're going to get on out of here, so I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Ichigo. Great fight. Great night. See you next week.
2: Good night, everybody.
1: Ja <laughs> Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Good night, y'all. We're out of here.